Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lo Que No Me Dijeron podcast. I'm your host, Karina, and this is episode number nine. If you are new here, this is part four of the My Home Buying Journey. So I would highly recommend that you go back and listen to part one, two, and three just to have a better understanding of where I'm about to pick up from. Our offer was officially accepted on March 3rd. That is when both the sellers did their final signing and Carlos and I as the buyers did our final signing. So from March 3rd, we were told that the next step was the closing period, which in our case was estimated to last about 30 days. However, this time period can fluctuate depending on how quickly your team is able to complete all of the required tasks and possibly based off of your state. So after both parties agreed to the offer, I mentioned that there were two to three days of signing a bunch of different documents. During that time, Carlos and I had a ton of questions. And so I'm really glad that we spent the time beforehand to really pick our lender and our realtor because they are the ones who are there answering your questions. And because we took the time beforehand to get to know them, we felt completely comfortable asking them all of the questions that we had. And we knew that they would be responsive and give us consistent feedback. After those first couple of days of signing different documents, I discussed that the next step was the inspection of the home in the last episode. So that's where I'm going to pick up from today. As I mentioned before, we did pay for the inspection out of pocket to avoid the additional fees that they tack on if you wait to pay the amount due at the very end. And so As part of the inspection, there is a general inspection that's required. However, depending on the home that you're purchasing and some of the different features that it might have, you may want to add additional inspections or determine that you don't need as many inspections. It's ultimately up to you. We chose to add an additional pest inspection and a chimney inspection because the home does have a fireplace. So one of the things that you want to know about adding additional inspections is that those are additional costs that you will also be paying out of pocket. In our case, once we decided which inspections we wanted, we let our realtor know and he was able to schedule them for us. In terms of the actual inspection, It took place about one week after we had accepted our offer and we chose to actually be present while the inspection took place. But I am aware that you can also choose to not be present if that's what works best for you. What the inspector normally does is that they go through the home and annotate any findings that they come by. And so once they're done with the actual inspection, They take their notes and they create a report 
but by actually being present, he was able to walk us through the findings and show us exactly where they are in the home, which in my opinion is super helpful because if I was just to read the report, which I did afterwards, I knew exactly what he was talking about and where it was in the home. So for example, one of the things that he noted was that one of the outlets was broken. And so if we would have only looked at the report, the inspectors do attach pictures. So we would have been able to see what the broken outlet actually looks like with, you know, the general location of the living room, for example. However, because we were actually present and he showed us the exact outlet that was broken, we immediately know which one we need to fix and replace. Not only were we able to see in person where the little changes need to be made, but we were also able to take additional notes for ourselves in terms of his personal recommendations and how to make the changes appropriately. Once we completed the inspection, I feel like everything felt a lot more real. So as I had mentioned before in one of the previous episodes, one of the conditions on our offer was tentative based off of the inspection. I know I was pretty nervous going into the inspection and my thoughts were filled with worst case scenario. So once the inspection was over and we found out that all of the little changes are small artificial things, it definitely felt a lot more real because now we knew that we were actually going to continue to move forward with the closing process. After completing the inspection, the next step was to schedule an appraisal of the home. So for the appraisal, the lender sent us a link that we had to complete. And on that link, it gives you the option to pay for the appraisal in that moment or to pay for the appraisal at closing. And again, we did not want to pay any additional fees. So we chose to pay for it right at the moment as we signed up. But Our link did not work, so we did have to wait a couple days until they were able to get us the correct link before we were able to sign up, which is fine because the appraisal actually went really, really quickly. Once we signed up, it took place like two days later, and so we got the results for our appraisal right away. And so the appraisal is when an appraiser, the person, goes out to the home and determines its value. I'm not sure how long it typically takes for these processes to be scheduled, to take place and be completed, but in our experience, it took about a week and a half. After we received the appraisal of the home, We did have to sign an amendment to our initial contract so that it would reflect the new price of the home and our acknowledgement of the condition of the home 
based off of the inspection. I believe the amendment was like a page, so we were able to read it pretty quickly and send it back right away. After the amendment, the only thing that we had left to do was to return some of the requested documents that our lender sent us. He needed proof for specific things, so we had to send him those documents. But other than that, we basically had a two-week period where we just didn't do anything. It was like our chilling period. Technically, our lender gave us the option to complete and close the entire process a whole week early. But in terms of our first mortgage payment, it was more beneficial for us to sign on the 1st or 2nd of April than it was to sign in March. Because if we signed in March, our first mortgage payment would have been due in May. Rather than if we waited the one extra week, our first mortgage payment would be due June 1st. So because it did fall within our 30-day closing period and it allowed us extra time before having to pay our first mortgage payment, for us, it just seemed like the smarter choice to wait the extra week. So that gave us a two-week chilling period, but honestly, it did not feel like we were chilling at all. I feel like during that two-week period, Carlos and I still felt very anxious because we felt like we had to be doing something, even though we knew that we didn't. <laughs> and, and so often, either him or I would text our realtor or our lender for that reaffirmation that there was nothing that we had to do and that we were done with everything up until that point. I know personally that my anxiety came from wanting to make sure that the process was going to go as smoothly as possible when the final signing came and I didn't want to make any mistakes that would hold us back. And not only that, but I wanted to be as best prepared for the final signing as possible so that there weren't any uninspected surprises that we weren't aware of. So I know that's where my constant need for reassurance came from. And one of the ways that I was able to keep myself busy during those two weeks was by searching for different quotes for both our home insurance policy and our home warranty. For us, the home warranty was optional, as in it wasn't required as part of our loan. And what the home warranty does is that it covers any unexpected expenses from like your appliances, if something was to break down, depending on the policy that you choose, it might cover lighting, etc. The homeowner's insurance, on the other hand, is mandatory. So I did spend more time making sure that our homeowner's insurance encompassed everything that we needed, but also that the company that we went with gave us the best rate. Once we chose 
our home warranty and homeowner's insurance, we did have to make sure that both of the different companies sent an invoice to the title company so that they would incorporate these costs into our closing costs. And so after our two-week period came to an end, the last two steps that remained were the final walkthrough of the property and our final signing. For our final walkthrough, we scheduled this as close to our final signing date as possible. So we completed our final walkthrough the day before our final signing, which was March 31st. And I'm assuming that normally the final walkthrough would be very quick, but because of our rental agreement with the current owners and the fact that we agreed to rent back the property to them for two months, it ended up taking us about two hours because we had to go through an additional rental agreement. The rental agreement was pretty straightforward. We basically went through and had them note the condition of the home so that when they move out, we are aware that no changes or additional damages have been made. So once we completed the final walkthrough, the next day was our final signing. And for the final signing, you are basically going through all of the documents that you have signed along the way throughout this entire process. And you are initialing and signing in the presence of a notarizer to confirm your identity and that it is, in fact, you who decided to finalize this entire process. The final signing only lasts about one hour, so you don't have time to reread every single document, which is why it's so important to read everything along the way and ask your questions as you go. During our final signing, we double-checked our home warranty, our homeowner's insurance, and the details of our loan. In addition to signing in front of the notarizer, on your final signing, you are required to pay out all of the closing costs that are due. So for my portion of the closing costs, I had already placed my wiring instructions with my bank the day before because I know that my bank takes longer to process a transaction. But in Carlos's case, we actually did the wiring portion of his funds after the appointment was over. So to summarize the closing process, it required us to complete an inspection, an appraisal, follow up with our lender in regards to any additional documents required, sign an amendment to our initial contract, choose our home warranty and home insurance, complete our final walkthrough and final signing, and lastly, make sure that the title company received all of the closing costs. So as of April 2nd, we were notified that we are officially homeowners and we will officially be moving into our new home on 
June 2nd. Our process has finally come to an end, and it definitely would not have been possible without the communication and the teamwork. Thank you all for listening. I hope that this episode was helpful. And just as a disclaimer, I am not a real estate agent. I do not work in real estate. This entire four-part series on my home buying journey was based on my personal experience. And your experience can be completely different from mine. But you can always send me a DM at the lo que no me dijeron dot podcast Instagram page. 